The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. How to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we're thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little uh, extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As you can hear, tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. A new intro. Welcome <laughs> to TGI. Oh, camera not working. Is it off again? It's Jesus off again. Christ. There you go. There we go. Oh, <laughs> I think I got to shorten my cord. Anyways, welcome to TGIF. And uh, okay for the new intro. Well, y'all, y'all like the new intro? Yeah, it's cool. I like it. All right, we are back with the Wednesday edition of TGIF. I'm back with two of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry. We're here to sip and spill the tea and break down all the uh, biggest headlines that are going on in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea that we got for you tonight. All right, please welcome, with no further ado, multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dineva, a.k.a. Q. Hello. Hey, y'all. <laughs> and please welcome brand strategist Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. What's going on, Claudia? I am good. I am. I barely made it back today. I was at the casino last night. I hadn't gone in a month. So me and KJ went up to Oklahoma. You yeah, spent all your money, huh? See, that's what, had- happens when you, that's what happens when you get that new check, that new money check. Oh, that other check is in the bank. The other check is in the bank. That check ain't going to get cut down. So we went up there, right? And I still have my money, my play, dep- my play balance money and some other like stuff. And I had like a lot of, I had some money in my purse. I was up there. I only took 200 out uh, and I got up to like $1,500. I'm like, damn, 200 to 1500. I may multiply my money by seven. I should go home. <laughs> oh no, but I'm not doing that. This might be the night I can go all the way. I kept right. going where I went through all that money and all the money that was in my purse and went to the ATM twice. So oh, yeah, I know for New Orleans. Yeah, it didn't. You know, she get that. I don't see how y'all baby. I don't see how y'all get down with that gambling like that. I'm a forty dollar type of girl. After I go through my forty dollars, I go sit my ass down at the bar and look for the rich men's and try to prostitute myself and make it upstairs. <laughs> I be trying to see upstairs is where the real money at. So I be trying to get upstairs. You know, I. It really isn't about the money because I really won't even. It, it's not the money. I'm addicted to the adrenaline of it. It's the getting low and seeing if I can climb, claw myself out of this hole. My boyfriend KJ always tells me, he's like, "You're like this with every part of your life, even the airport. If you know you got an hour to get to catch a flight, you'll give yourself 45 minutes." I just like to see if I can make it, and I know that's a terrible habit. Yeah. But I'm an adrenaline. It's a it's a rush of adrenaline. I don't know. That's my vice. That's my vice. You just anyway. ain't broke enough. That's all. No. You just ain't broke enough. Oh yes, yeah, huh? Let, let your coins get let your coins get funny. You'll stop running your ass down to the casino. Right. <laughs> the most y'all ever lost gambling? All one. Forty dollars. The, the the most I, so forty when I was broke and when I started doing a little better in life. Two hundred dollars really is my gambling threshold. Once I lose that, I'm like y'all. This is boring. This is dumb. I'm sitting at the bar. 
Okay. Uh, Al, what about you? Mm, I've lost uh, at the max, maybe two grand. I, you know, I, I, I just have a very hard problem, a very hard time giving those folks my money. But I, I do, I do see where you're coming from, Claudia, because once you start winning, it's just a whole different feeling and you feel like, especially when you feel like it's it, the odds are on your side. So then you're like, okay, I'm all in. Then maybe I can get it back. And then don't let them let you win for a little while. It's over after that. But I always set a floor and a ceiling when I go to the casino. I got too many credit cards now and my ATM cards, they have a higher limit now. And uh, the most I ever lost was 11 thousand dollars and the most oh, really 20 right <laughs> but it was i did go more than once that week and then that was from one time and then um the most ever one was twenty two thousand. so all right we'll, we'll talk about these addictions of ours at a, a later date let's get into the show y'all we got a lot of what y'all drinking tonight uh i'm still on my tito i mean uh Publix lemonade and smirnoff vodka tonight my, my, my money was funny i couldn't afford no tito so i had to get a nine dollar bottle <laughs> I'm just I'm just doing another white wine. I, I'm I'm slowly gonna come back. Okay. I'm just drinking tea, but I'm gonna go get this Moscato that I was gifted from this uh black owned company on the break and I'm gonna drink it and, and share with y'all. All right, let's get into these uh hot topics. I have an update on the tragic death of Jelani Day. Carmen Bolden Day, Jelani's mother, clarified speculations about Jelani's autopsy. Jelani's mother said, no organs were missing. I do not want to stray off from the facts. She continued with, this is not a case of organ harvesting. However, my son did not put himself in a river. My son was murdered. And my goal and purpose is to find out what happened and hold those responsible accountable. Now, Jelani's official cause of death remains a mystery. What, what are your thoughts on this story? You know, I really don't have much to say. You know, I'm feeling what we're all feeling. We're sad, we're confused, and we want justice. I'm glad that this wasn't a case of organ harvesting. And I, I know that a lot of people want to go there because of the other young man. And God forgive me, I, I forgot his name at the moment. I think it's Kendrick something or another that was rolled up in the mat. And it would have, you know, created this whole serial organ harvesting, conspiracy theory, Black people thing that a lot of people like to go down. But I'm, I'm with the mom, my, my support. I'm doing what she said. I'm going to stay the course, abandoning this organ harvesting thing, and hopefully we can find him some justice. Uh, what do you think? You know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that I understand the mother is trying to stay on message. Someone has taught her to stay on message. But the other siblings are, in fact, saying that some organs are missing. And they say that um, their mom is focusing strictly on figuring out who harmed their son or their brother. Um, but they do, in fact, believe that there's a discrepancy between the first coroner and the second coroner, and they've requested a third coroner to look at it. Now, the second coroner, as we know, said that there are missing body parts, but the first coroner is saying that he kept the body parts for additional testing. But I need to know, why would you saw out that young man's teeth in doing his autopsy. Something smells a little bit fishy here, and we're going to find out in the next 30 days. Now, the other side of this is that the state of Illinois, there are too many Black people be getting missing and being murdered and kidnapped. The toll is up to 524 for the year of 2021. Something has to change, Illinois. I was looking up the, the stats of, of Black people missing in general. Black women, 100,000 in a year. 
black women. Wow. We, we never hear of that. And black people in general, I, I believe it was upwards of 280,000 for the, for in a year. Mm-hmm. Black people, but we never hear of them. And even though we, we're finally getting some, some attention for Jelani, there's so many that we don't get attention for. And, you know, you, do you do you want to know what baffles me? And, and not to be confused, I'm not putting any blame or responsibility on any of these people. But we have people like Auntie Maxine, Sheila Jackson, Frederica Wilson, and all these different people who have enough influence to get the press talking. Where is the cohesive, you know, uh, 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 concentration of power and energy to call light to this subject? I am pretty sure if all of these people in conjunction with the Oprah's and the Tyler Perry's of the world scream loud enough, the media would at least pay attention to the fact that these Negroes are out here screaming. The white man, the white man that was sorry, Al, the white man that just got suspended. He's uh, has a, a black daughter because he brought up the fact that the you know about not enough black women uh, attention being, you know, when, when black kids go missing, they su- suspended his ass. I mean, yes, they said he had other issues there, but like, it seems like someone gets mad about it when we do the high reps. I think also cue to answer your question um, is that it needs to hit home. I think once it hit homes for a couple of these powerful people of color, then their narrative would change. Even though it's sad that it has to get to that, I would assume that 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 may have something to do with it because there's no way you can tell me that you wouldn't want to focus on, what did you say, Claudia, 280,000 uh, women being missing in the course of a year? That, that just don't sound safe to me. And honestly, it's not just black people, it's black and white. And, you know, it, when I saw those numbers of the white folks too, like all, all together, there's a lot of people that go missing, but they do pick and choose who's cute in their opinion, who fits, like who, who's going to pull up the heartstrings. Like we still talk about John Bonet Ramsey from so long ago. And here's the last point I'm going to make before we move on. This is why Kelly Price's silence was so atrocious. Right. Because we've got so many people who are not getting media coverage and right. you got all the media coverage and didn't need an ounce of it. Right. Yeah. The other day, real quick, when I go on, a family member called me crying. They they, they couldn't find me. Uh, I was asleep. It was an hour. And there was some feed. I don't know if it was Facebook or somewhere that they said that I had died. You know, it's just real easy to just like spread that. It, and I shut it down and put in my stories immediately so no one would ever have any issue. Not that it was a big story. Not that there was a big search. It wasn't. It was enough people in my circle that I knew that they could be upset. And now going through something like that, like, yo, you have to shut it down immediately because there are a lot of real cases out there. All right, we're going to move on to this Dave Chappelle story because we do uh, want to talk about that. Now, multiple Netflix staffers have confirmed the loss and to the Los Angeles Times that transgender Netflix employees and coworkers will stage a walkout next week protesting the streaming giant's decision to release Dave Chappelle's latest comedy special. On October 20th, members of the Netflix employee resource group, Trans and their uh, allies will take a day of rest prompted by their concerns about Chappelle's The Closer, which includes several transphobic remarks, according to them. A part of the statement included, uh, so I encourage us to all state clearly that we as Netflix employees are stunning, uh, are simply not going to do the work that our roles demand of us but when we challenge the very principles of our company they're challenging the principles of their company they are feeling some kind of way what do y'all think about this story to be honest with you and, and this is going to sound very callous i doubt that there's enough trans people working at netflix for it to even matter number one 
for any impact to truly be felt. Number two, I doubt there are any trans people at Netflix in enough positions powerful enough that the absence of that one or two person would even matter. Number three, I am um, I'm exhausted with this conversation as it relates to Dave Chappelle and the LGBTQIA community. Um, and I wish that I could just snap my fingers and it magically go away. It, it, it's exhausting explaining why it's offensive to people who deem it shouldn't be offensive. It's exhausting explaining to the people who are offended that they should stop being so doggone sensitive. It's just exhausting all the way around. And quite frankly, I am, I, I'm, I'm over it from all ends. Have you had a chance to see it yet, Q? I have not. And again, like I said, I'm not taking no political stance or I just I just haven't gotten around to it. That's all. Al, what do you think about it? You know what? I say do what you have to do. I do what you have to do. Do what you feel. And only thing I, I would recommend is be sure you got some sick days or something that you could take to get paid because that CEO is very serious about the stance that he's taken to sit with Dave on this issue. However, if you don't feel comfortable in your workplace because of that and you have the ability to walk out to make a statement, then go right for it. It's all yours. I agree. You know, right. the, the only other thing I'm going to need them to do, though, I'm going to need them to also, since while they're at it, and, and, or just on sheer principle, I'm going to need you to audit every other piece of content on Netflix's platform that's transphobic and walk out on theirs too. It, it's, it's, in my opinion, it's a hollow gesture, right? Because is it just the Dave Chappelle special that you're mad about? Or that's is it all the trans? Phobic content, and I'm sure Netflix has movies dated back from the 1940s on up to 2040. So, you, right, like, like what? What are we really doing here? Good point. It feels like what usually happens nowadays. There's a lot of bandwagoning and 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 and, and, and exaggerating of this because were you mad with uh, this? Was not the first thing that you can point and go, ha ha. There's something here. Right. I watch a lot of Netflix, and there's a there's a little oh, bit of everything. So don't just, don't just walk on Dave, bundle it all together. You know what I'm saying? And right. I don't want my words and my sentiments to be misconstrued as if I'm not you know sensitive to people being offended. I can't tell you what to be offended about, but I'm just going to need your gesture to not be hollow. You can't say right. that you're upset about the Dave Chappelle but you're cool with all the other titles that are on the platform that are equally, if not more transphobic, like make it make sense and make the math math. I like it. All right, guys, we are going to go to a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm trying to look through the comments and see what y'all talking about, all the things you're saying. They said, uh, Jason said, was nobody mad about the fifth element with Chris Tucker? Did you feel like they were taking a jab at the community? Okay. All right. We're going to get to some comments and uh, later on in the show. Let's get back into the show. Now, after being accused of violently attacking his ex-girlfriend, Cameron Swanson, rapper Tiger turned himself into the Los Angeles Police Department yesterday, where he was booked for felony domestic violence. Now, the news comes after 20-year-old 20, 20 Swanson posted photos of herself on Instagram with a black eye that she claimed Tiger gave her. Now, Tiger was seen by TMZ entering the police station with his lawyer, but Tiger refused to comment. What are your thoughts on the situation? Here's what we know. You turned yourself in. That girl eye is black. And I doubt very highly that she punched herself in the eye. 
Now, whether she deserved it or not, that's a conversation <laughs> for a whole other day on a whole other show. But y'all going to get enough of messing with these dog old snow bunnies. I'm telling you, there just ain't nothing good that come out of you brothers who perpetually go out and get these white women. And I'm not speaking down on interracial dating. My co-host is the product of an interracial love affair. I love who you love, love who you love. But I'm talking about the ones who perpetually right. look down on what they are and go out and get that thinking it's better. Everyone that be like that, they end up either jail or in the grave. You know, what I want to say on this is, you know, at no at no point should a man put his hands on a woman, period. Now, he says that he's innocent. Now, for 15 years, we've been following Tiger. I'm going to call him Michael because y'all know I will butcher his name. For 15 years, we watched him date Kylie Jenner. We watched him date Black China. We've even heard the tranny rumors, but we've never heard a rumor about that young man putting his hand on women. Now, that we have not heard. So, Tiger, Michael, your real government name, I hope you're telling the truth when you said you had nothing to do with that black guy. Otherwise, you have no right to put your hands on a wall. Well, who hit her then? She walked into the doorknob? I mean... <laughs> well, she showed up at 3 a.m. causing a commotion because he wanted out of the relationship. You got to watch these women. I'm not women. I mean, let me take that back because let me calm down. I've been drinking. I'm just saying some of them can be very clever. I hope that's not the case in this situation, but he claims his innocent. Right. And if she's got a black guy and he claims his innocent, then I need to know how she got her black guy. Well, she... Go ahead, Claudia. Yeah, these people can be tricky, but he sent her Uber to. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this: when you when you when you accuse someone of hitting you, and especially a celebrity, especially a black man, right? Right. Uh, that's, that's famous. That has a lot of fans. You best have some evidence because even with evidence, people are not gonna believe you if they are fans of people. Okay. I right. see it all the time. I've experienced it before. They don't want to believe it. So I think it's really, uh, you know, you you showing your hand. If you you really, um, I, 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 I tend to believe it. There's I tend one to caveat: it. they not gonna believe you if you blank. She got the complexion for the protection, and That's if people right. not gonna believe it, the right people are gonna believe it, which is the law. Okay, the mm -hmm. law gonna believe it. There's just something convincing about that lily white skin with that purple and blue and red bruise on it. There's just something very convincing about that. No, I, I don't need to take this from a white woman. I really don't. I am always very much for our people, but the lady's eye is is she does have a black eye. Right. It's something about a five seven man, five seven inch tall man giving somebody a black eye. I'm just like, I will whip his ass. But those be the one that be the most angry. I, the most mad at the world. That makes sense. It makes sense. I just hope that it's not what it it, it appears to be. Well, go, moving on to something that we uh, hope is not what it appears to be. We gotta get into this Kodak Black. Now he left people perplexed after a video was circulating online of him making inappropriate gestures towards his own mama while they dance together. Now, the clip starts out as a cute mother-son moment, but later in the clip, Kodak, with his fine ass, grabs or attempts to grab his mother's butt and kiss her on the lips. At the end of the clip, Kodak's mother walks away from her son, but he tries to reach for her butt once more. Let's take a look at old handsome Kodak Black. <laughs>
so look, you know what? This was a mom and a son horsing around. He squeezed her butt in that moment. He was pretending like he was her man. Right. I mean, she laughed and brushed it off. She wasn't offended. We shouldn't be offended. <laughs> Listen, don't nobody look like they sleep with Kodak Black, yet alone his <laughs> own mama, okay? So we're not even finna make this into something that is not. It was a mom and son having fun down to the party. Nothing more, nothing less. Let me tell you something. Kodak Black and his mom are from Golden Acres. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that is a housing project in Pompano Beach. And I've actually, you know, I used to teach at a historical black college in Miami and I had uh, students from uh, Golden uh, Acres Project Home. It looked like to me, he got his mother dressed up, looking beautiful. She was pretty. He was showing her off and having a good time dancing with her. And he was making her feel good, saying, Mama, we got up out of these projects. I've made your life better. You have on a beautiful red dress. You looking good. And we having a good time. Kodak Black, I got you on this one, brother. I didn't see anything offensive or wrong about your horseplay. Never in my life would my brother grab my mother's ass. Never in my life would I think it's cute to flick my daddy in the balls. This is his mama. You are y'all are tripping right now. First of all, I have another question. His mama's actually cute. Who was the daddy? What's the daddy look like? That's another thing. Wow. <laughs> no, y'all. No, he's grabbed going for his mama's ass. No, I mean, so I saw the whole video. I just felt like it was it, it 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 just this is my interpretation. Anything outside of my interpretation could be perceived as gross as inappropriate. But I just saw a like a good time celebrating his beautiful mother and she looked good and he was like just kind of like saying, Mama, you know, you still holding it down, you looking good. And Let me grab your I mean, did it cross did it cross boundaries? Sure it did. But was there any any sexual intent behind it or or incestuous intent behind it? No. Kodak Black is a habitual line stepper. He overcrossed the line in a joking manner. And right. the mama didn't seem to mind. It was one of those, boy, you so crazy moments. Right. It was one of those. That's how I interpret it. But I, I do see your point. I thought she looked uncomfortable. She probably was like, damn. How did uh, a mama from a mama from those projects would have gotten him together real quick if you disrespected her, trust me, because the students would. <laughs> they don't play that. Okay, well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree on Kodak Black touching his mother's behind. <laughs> um Offset, he may have raised the bar of the gift giving bar after purchasing a mansion in the Dominican Republic for Cardi's birthday, her 29th birthday on Monday. Offset revealed during the surprise, uh, the surprise during Cardi's dance hall themed birthday bash, Cardi mentioned that she'd been telling Offset that she wanted to invest in rental properties in the DR and uh, his gift made her, in, and that his gift made her feel heard. Now take a look at the presentation that Offset put together for Cardi's birthday surprise. Oh, very nice. I we couldn't really hear anything, but I, I think that they can hear it out on TV land. Uh, very beautiful gifts. I mean, they they their level of gifting is just next level. Yeah. Them and Beyonce and Jay Z, like we, I've been giving my friends three four hundred dollars and thinking I'm doing something. They, uh -huh. they uh -huh. islands. 
Well, you know what? The beautiful thing too, Cardi, is that it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's a, you know, it's a, it's an asset that will appreciate. They can use it when it's time to use it. I mean, realistically, they're not going to be over there a whole, 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 whole lot, but it's going to be a property that they can rent out, so on and so forth, create some generational wealth. And I'm just glad to see that in addition to the jewelry and the hair, the clothes, the nails and all the cars, that they are making some smart investments with their money. So hats off to the both of them for being a young up and coming power couple. And hopefully Jay-Z has inspired these younger, you know, up and coming power couples to do the right thing with their money. I love it. Al, what do you think? I love it. You know, I, I, I got to tell you, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Smart, black, rich, young man. Now, what I do need from um, Offset, though, is, uh, young man, you have five kids at 29. I need you to take that same enthusiasm and make sure all those other babies and babies' mothers have college funds and you're taking care of them the same way that you're taking care of Cardi B. I think I've heard th good things about him and his kids as far as putting money aside for those kids. So I think he's Well, doing you never hear his baby mamas doing like future. So let me tell you something. That's the quickest person to get bitter is a baby mama. So they must right. be very happy. And I'm going to tell you something. Cardi strikes me as the type that be on the phone with them asking them what they need for them kids and, and bring the kids over here to the party. She strikes me as the type that, that's very communal like that. So they, they ain't hitting the blogs and blowing them up and spraying yeah. Cardi. So Cardi and Offset are definitely keeping them happy. And you can say what you want about Cardi, but I do think she really enjoys being a mother and a wife more than yeah. anything. He seems to really have really taken to that role. Yeah. And we also got to give Cardi, too, she's revolutionized what it means to be a working pregnant hip hop artist because her being pregnant is, is actually a non-factor. She got a whole special out. Cardi does all the things she's doing, looking 14 months pregnant. Yeah, I like her. All right, moving on. Let's try to squeeze this story in before break. Nicole Brown Simpson's sister did not take kindly to Kim Kardashian's monologue on her Saturday Night Live hosting debut, particularly her joke about O.J. Simpson. Now, on SNL, Kim said O.J. was the first Black person she ever met. She also jokingly questioned Simpson's acquittal, saying, I know it's sort of weird to remember the first Black person you met, but O.J. does leave a mark, or several, or none at all. I still don't know. Nicole Brown's sister, Tanya, said the remarks were beyond inappropriate and insensitive and said she's curious as to how much the Kardashian family really cared about Nicole. Now, was Kim's joke in poor taste or is Nicole's sister overreacting? So number one, Kim Kardashian didn't write that joke. She doesn't have the mental aptitude to write something that clever and witty. She showed up and read a teleprompter written by writers in the back. That's number one. Number two, uh, sometimes the feelings of the few have to get sacrificed for the laughs of the many. It's very dark humor, right? Of course, somebody connected to Nicole Brown Simpson is not going to find it funny. But if you're just a random person and Nicole and OJ is a blip in history, you just might find it funny, as I'm sure a lot of people did. At this point, anything said about Nicole Brown Simpson in relation to OJ is going to be offensive to her family. Of course, it's her sister. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the rest of society has to walk around on eggshells to protect your feelings. It's cold, it's callous, it sucks, but it's the world that we live in. So mama, she just gonna have to get into it or not. And also that's Kim K's reality. That's her story. That's her story. She has her story and the Browns have their story. She, she, she toyed with it 
on her SNL because she knew exactly what needed to be played with as far as the producers to get the ratings and keep the ratings. And from what I understand, the ratings were up 25%. So it works. It's still her story and she has the right to speak on it. That's amazing. I don't recall Nicole Brown's uh, sister really complaining about OJ Simpson when uh, her sister was alive and he was whooping her ass. Not till she was dead. Then all of a sudden, all these horror stories come out. And my thing is, is, you know, I get being offended, and she should. That's her sister. Yeah. We can't tell her to get over it, right? But I find when the money's flowing and things are happening that you're okay with, like, I, I don't remember really there being this big outcry when, when, when you know. No, because she was been taken care of. That's, that's the way it goes. The same way Whitney Houston, the whole family, sat back and knew she had a problem and didn't have her committed to no doggone drug place. And not to say your feelings are valid, but you know what? It would be nice if you make those those very real feelings valid when the person's still alive and you can actually do something about it because now it kind of feels empty. And again, Me Too-ish, bandwagon-ish. Oh, I'd like to add to that. Nah, you were quiet when your sister was getting her ass beaded. You probably could have prevented some of this, but all right. We're going to be mad at Kim K. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more. Hey, hold, on. hold on. Where are we with the numbers? That was how so many, how many viewers I we have. I will tell you during the break, Al. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. We see all 1,300 of y'all in the chat. Let's get our old numbers back. Let's call a friend, make sure everybody knows us at our new, we're on our new time, 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East, so we can get our numbers back and possibly get you some more uh, uh, content here. All right, moving on now. If you're feeling uh, uh, about getting back, feeling weird about getting back out there and hanging out with friends, there's no denying that it could be an adjustment. So look, when the world gets too loud, I love to create my own soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. Now, sometimes you just need some music to pump you up before you see people hit the gym or maybe just to stay calm by listening to some guided meditation to keep you grounded. Well, let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort, and unlike most other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. Now, Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. They start at a half price of uh, most other audio premium brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you just can't lose. So give them a try, and you'll get to see what I mean. So look. Y'all create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, our viewers can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash TGIF. That's buyraycon.com slash TGIF to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash TGIF. Go ahead and get them and uh, let us know how you think and how you feel about them. We'll be right back with more show. We'll be right back with more TGIF after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. I see you all in the chat. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. And again, spread the word. All right, back to the topics. Black China, I don't know if y'all seen the video, but she recently went on a uh, expletive field rant about COVID-19 and the vaccine inside of a Miami airport. Let's take a look. All right, now, uh, Al, what, what are your thoughts on Black China's rant? 
Well, you know, I love me some Black China now, but this is a cautionary tale. Uh, do not ask Black China for a picture because she has gone off on a number of people, including at Disney World or Disneyland, whenever you ask for a picture. Now, whatever she was on, Black China, when you come back to D.C., because that happened in D.C.A., which is the airport close to me, be sure to give me a call because whatever you want, I want to try some. But this is my only thing that I had a problem with. You can't be a vaccine warrior and not have your mask on, sweetheart. So I understand that you you want to get the word out that people need the vaccine, but you also need to have on your mask. Q, what do you think? She is her mama's child. Let me tell you something. You, um, I don't want to put nothing on her falsely, but you cannot tell me that she was not on something illicit and illegal. Quite that that. That is just not the behavior of a celebrity. It's not the behavior of a person that's not a celebrity in an airport. You're you're in a vacant, damn near vacant terminal with three security guards screaming 20 yards back to some woman that asked you a picture going on a whole diatribe about getting the vaccine. It's just weird and unbecoming and it screams of some sort of mental breakdown or under some influence of some kind of drugs or alcohol. I thought that at first, and I also thought about it like this. Was her reaction at the top? 1,000%. We can all agree with that. I feel the frustration she's feeling is probably what a lot of people are feeling. Like, don't we all just want it to go back to normal? So we're just like, ah. But she just was on 20 with it. I don't know if she was on something. I don't, I don't know about all that. But I do feel like I'm sick of it, too. I'm sick of all of it. I'm sick of not being able to see family, holidays, the masks, the vax, everything. I'm sick of us being so divided, the vaccinated against the non-vaccinated. I'm sick of all of it. I get the frustration. Now, was it right to yell at everybody in the airport like that? No, but I kind of understand that first. I have it inside. I'm just not yelling. Right. But I don't know. No. Yeah. No. I'm no, we are not finna sit up here on Beyonce's good internet and try to rationalize that BS. What she did was somebody having a damn mental fit and she's lucky that the marshals didn't come in and Baker act her ass for acting like that. It's just unbecoming. I don't care how frustrated you are. She's too goddamn old to not have better control of her emotions. Let's call a thing a thing. Mama was on something. Well, I'm not going to say that because I don't know her like that. But, <laughs> so I'm just going with what I can relate, the part that I personally can relate to. So you I'm would be frustrated. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated all the time. All of us, frustration ain't nothing new or unique to her. And folks don't run around cutting up like that in the airport of all places. That, that's the number one place for your ass to go to jail. I mean, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> You can do it at McDonald's. You can do it in the mall. You can even do it at the doctor's office. Baby, if you slam something in the garbage hard at the airport, they is taking your ass to jail for terrorism. No, God. They did it, though. And they did it. It's a, it's a federal law. She should have on her mask. You have to have on your mask in the airport. Now, how are you going to tell everybody to go get vaccinated when you don't even follow the rules? of being vaccinated or being in a public place and dealing with a national pandemic. Because that stuff hadn't got a hold of her mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll agree with y'all on that. If you're going to be that uh, uh, that frustrated and that excited and that upset about the whole COVID and the vaccine, 
at the very least have the mask on unless you wanted right. a moment for the net because it's exactly what you got. Right. Okay. Uh, speaking of, um, well, I don't even know how to transition to this one. Let me just get into it. A Florida veterinarian was sentenced to 22 years for sexually assaulting animals and posting the videos online. Prentice Madden pled guilty to charges of bestiality in child pornography in July. Now, he was officially sentenced last Friday. During that sentence, Madden revealed he was sexually abused as a child. Madden said, this is never who I planned to be or thought I'd be. It does not represent who I am as a person. What are your thoughts on this sad story? And I cannot believe he's black. I was so tripping on that. So, number one, to you and the producers, y'all gonna stop pulling stories from Florida, dog. All right? Pull some Floridas. Pull some, I'm sure it's some pretty crazy stuff in Rhode Island. Rick Claudio. No, we don't have such an That's a Florida thing. I'm sure it's plenty of crazy, backwood, incestuous stories from where Al from in Virginia. Stop coming for my state. We got enough problems down here. We don't need this bad press, okay? Uh, Fox Soul. Number two. Talk to your people. That's them. I have, I have a problem with his statement. Now, I agree with the first part. I never thought this is who I would be. Um, this is not who I am as a person. No, this is exactly who you are as a person. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is exactly who you are as a person. Sir, we look at the tape. You was hunching a cocker spaniel. You was performing oral on a wilder. This is, if it's not exactly who you are, then who is it, Dr. Doolittle? Oh, he wasn't doing a little, he was doing a lot. I'm gonna tell you, I do a lot of research, but I didn't see any of that in my research cue. But then again, <laughs> well, you know, I just got a vivid imagination. When they said he having sexual acts with the dogs, I'm just trying to figure so out. You didn't actually see video of him performing oral sex on a dog, or did you? No, I did not. Now, I'm just okay. being funny. But okay. he was right, hunching. He was hunching is all encompassing. Okay, he was hunting over there, hunting. <laughs> Old McDonald had a farm, and it was a sex farm, and this nasty buzzard was in there messing with right. them cocker spaniels. Right. So you know what, Claudia? Let me tell you. You know this is disgusting. Period. I mean, the child pornography of the little kids, the little toddlers. They said they were toddlers. This is absolutely disgusting. But what I do understand is that there was trauma that happened to that young man and being abused as a youth that has carried on, covered over to his adult life. And now he's going to have to serve 272 months, 22 years for that trauma that he never had addressed. So I think we should use this as a lesson that those individuals that have been traumatized as youth of being taken advantage of, that we no longer can hide from that. We have to not only deal with it, but we have to learn how to manage it and treat it. Let's use this as a teachable moment even though it's disgusting even though it's really bad but that young man finished undergrad finished medical school um they loved him there without knowing what he did this is just very 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 tragic i think this speaks to the mental health in the child um uh, molestation cases and we've got to do better as americans you know one last thing i want to point out Claude, i didn't mean to jump you 
this piques my interest when it comes to sexual deviancy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I can separate the 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 what from the why. Um, I'm really fascinated from a law and order SVU criminal minds perspective that what makes the brain do this because I'm sure there's not a single person alive that consciously wants this type of attraction right I'm I'm sure he struggled with not wanting this attraction but for whatever reason he had to act on it I'm curious to know what makes the mind do this if you don't want that type of attraction why become a veterinarian like you're putting yourself in the candy shop like I don't want to be around animals that I'm sexually attracted to their backsides well, let me go be a veterinarian and listen, he had to take classes. He had a study. He had to pass all kind of tests. You know, I'm going to tell you all a story real quick. Our friend Mimi from Love and Hip Hop, her cat was raped by a veterinarian years ago. What this happened to her cat? And when she went in there to um, cause, you know, to see, see what happened to my cat and show the cat's backside, the veterinarian threatened to call the police on her. This is a lot more common than people think. And I am not feeling sorry for this guy at all. There's a lot of people that are sexually abused as children, molested, raped, all kinds of things, and they don't rape dogs and cats. You get in these poor little animals, you're drugging them up, you're telling the, the, the parents that you're giving them a, a deworming or whatever, and, and you're not giving them a deworming, you're giving them a warming. You're raping their pets and their loved ones and then sending them on their way. I don't feel sorry for him at all. I really do not. Screw him, because I'm an animal lover, not like him though, but goddamn. Why put yourself in the candy store? That's what you you would have an attraction to. This is nasty. We got to take a commercial break. I need to go, I don't know, wash my face or something. This is <laughs> we'll be right back. We got more show coming up. Welcome back to TGIF. Oh, for the people in the chat that said what happened to uh, the cat that assaulted Mimi, I'm sorry, the vet that assaulted Mimi's cat, nothing happened to them. It was really hard to get something done. So he's probably still practicing. I keep asking. I'm like, let's find this guy and let's get justice for your cats, for your cat. Okay, moving on. Uh, just when we thought Superman had uh, done it all, The Man of Steel is coming as bisexual in the new upcoming series of a new uh, Superman series. The fifth issue of the DC comic series, Superman, Son of K- Kal-El, will show the new Superman entering a queer relationship as he falls in love with male reporter Jay Nakamura. Now, uh, singer and actor Tyrese is not a fan of this new storyline and posted the following message in a now-deleted post. When I was a kid, I never even seen images like this on TV. Someone said the days of kids just being kids and not being exposed to adult choices are long gone. Would you agree? Now, how do y'all feel about the new Superman being bisexual? And what do you think about Tyrese's take on the reveal? You know what? Um, I, I, I mentioned this. You know, he's a part of two huge, huge, huge platforms or franchises in Hollywood, Fast and Furious and Transformer. Why would he speak on another huge uh, global franchise and not be politically correct? This is my thing with Tyrese. You know what they say about a dog? What they say about a hit dog will always holler. And we know he has a problem with keeping a girlfriend. So, Tyrese, my question is, what is it in you that you always got something against this this gay situation or bisexual situation? Come on, brother. I need to know the tea. So, for me, when I saw it on the surface level, I was like, you know, here they go again with just making every doggone thing. I, I felt like it was overcorrection, right? But then when I read DC Marvel's statement about representation and everybody deserving to be represented, it made me think harder. It made me think deeper. And it made me think about my own life. And you know what? Representation is important. And here's one thing that heterosexual people take for granted and it's just, it, it, when it comes to privilege. 
y'all are privileged in the sense that y'all get to turn on the TV. You get to see yourself. You get to see yourself in love. You get to see love stories about you. You get to see coming of age stories about you. You get to see romantic comedies about you. Up until the present time, people of the LGBTQI plus community didn't get to do that. Um, I look at things like this. I went to the prom by myself. I went to homecoming by myself. I did not have a high school sweetheart. I did not have a college sweetheart. I did not ever dream about getting married or having children because those options were not available to me when I was that when I was young. I didn't even know how to dream in that color. The very first time I ever saw myself on television was the first episode of Pose. So while this may be too much for some people, while some people may not agree with it, I think that we can all agree that everybody, creed, color, race, gender, orientation, deserves to have some level of representation in mainstream media. It's not like they took every character on the Marvel roster and made them gay, lesbian, or bi. Let us have one or two. You know what, Q? That made a lot of sense to me. Like, you you, you know what? I'm going to be Superman for Halloween this year. It, it, it is. Well, someone call, call them. It is. It is. Look how things we can learn from. Brother, thank you. I'm serious. I'm going to be Superman for what you just said. You know, I think I just might, too. Just, just from a pure place of symbolism. I think I just might too and go around kissing everybody. <laughs> Someone in the chat said super top, super top and super bottom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on, Queen. You can be super woman. I'ma just watch y'all be super together. You know what? All right, let's All right. get at this Meek Mill story. He may be celebrating the success of his new album, uh, Expensive Pain, but it looks like the cover art for the project is getting much backlash. As Meek's tour bus makes its way through different cities, fans are pointing out the explicit abstract art that the bus is wrapped in. One tweet reads, it's a disgusting image. Meek Mill is not an ally of Black women. The degrading image of Black women you plastered on a bus is truly heartbreakingly disgusting. There are literally so many other depictions of Black women you could have used. It's a shame. And another tweet reads, this is rapper Meek Mill's album cover. When are black people going to call out black people for the injustice against black people? The number one threat to black women is black men. The most disrespectful people towards black women are black men. Where are the feminists? Now, what are your thoughts on the uh, the tour bus and the artwork and the album cover? Have y'all seen it? And what do you think? So here's what's so funny about this, right? I saw this white man ranting on World Star Hip Hop the other day about black women. Is this how you want to be represented? Look at this. This is her P-U-S-S-Y, right? And it set me off and led me to do an Instagram post where I echoed his sentiments. I was like, when are y'all going to band together and say enough is enough? Then it took some people in my comments to point out that there was a black female artist that created this painting. It took right. another friend of mine to say she believes that Meek Mill is taking a page out of Jay-Z's book and purchasing Black artists' art and blowing them up and blowing up the price of their art. I am fine and well with all of that. The picture changes its meaning once you get the context of it. But what I'm not in agreement with, if you remove the sensors off that picture, the woman is bent over, the pink part of her vagina is showing, all of this is showing. I am more mad with 
the bus company and the head of the bus company that allowed the bus to be wrapped with this than I am with Meek Mills because rather it's art, rather you're offended or not, this should not be riding through people's communities with children outside, so on and so forth. Y'all always want to talk about when gay people kissing, what about the kids? What about the kids? I need all of you same Negroes to be hollering, what about the kids? As mama is bent over showing her pink cotton candy between her legs. I think they could have used pieces of this image, but not the whole thing. And all in all, while a black woman created it and I get what Meek was trying to do, I just still think it's degrading as hell for this to be. We're more than this. We're more than this. We're more than this. But are we lately? I feel like whether, and this is this isn't just a hetero. This is gay, straight. It's every every demographic. Everything is so sexual. Every time we talk about representations, I'm like, can we just get back to talking about what you do for a living, who you are as a person? Do we have to see your coochie, your dang? Do I do I have to know who you kissing? I don't even know any of that. Who are you as a person outside of sexuality? Why is sex and what you do and what you have? so front and center we lead with that first in all aspects and i'm sick of it yeah but you gotta understand claudia if you think about meek mills and and this is an album cover this is right on brand and true to his artistry to be honest with you this is his album cover guys and if you've listened to the album then you know why these visuals are there period period no discussion his album is about bitches it's about hoes it's about sex it's about hanging out on the block it's about um hustling it's about philadelphia in the neighborhood and which he grew up and inspired him to create this content. And I love the fact that he not only chose a black woman cue, he chose a queer black female to do the art on this. I'm going to give you a thumbs up on this, Meek Mills. Now, I don't know about driving through the neighborhoods and the kids seeing it, but have the same attitude cue, though, that you have for what this may do for the kids as to what little Nas images may do for the kids as well. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That's fair. Again, we're leading, we're leading with sex on everything. Like people are literally getting hired over sexual, like sexuality and sex, like over everything else. A lot. And it's happening. It's, we're, we're getting, we're going down a slippery slope. Before we go real quick, I just want to get y'all thoughts on the story. Demi Lovato's experience with uh, extraterrestrials weeks ago. And now he's demanding justice for E.T. In a recent interview, Lovato revealed that they believe, oh, I'm sorry, they, I got to call her they now, right? They believe, I'm so confused, that the term aliens should not be used when referring to extraterrestrial. They also told, they, oh my God, Demi also told an Australian outlet that the term aliens is offensive. And humans should not use the word, even as it pertains to out of this world beings. We got about 30 seconds to speak on this in a word or two. What y'all think? She what? back on that stuff. If she can get off my line, we can't even get justice for humans. My brain can't even go thinking about people who exist outside our stratosphere. And this is my thought order. You may be a UFO advocate, sweetheart, but how are you going to speak on the extraterrestrial community? You don't know them and you're not a part of it. So how you got anything to say about how they feel? And Demi, please have a seat. You're doing, it's every, it's every, lady, they, whatever. You're doing too much. I'm sick of it. 
I'm trying to get tone so you don't be offended about this. What's it going to be next week? All right, y'all. Thank you, Al and and Funky. Stick around for the Black Report that's up next. We'll see y'all back here on Friday. Bye, y'all. Great show. Bye, y'all. I had fun with y'all tonight. Tonight was fun. (laughs)